From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. Mayor Beth Weldon joined the KINY Morning Show to talk on the Assembly Finance Committee meeting held Wednesday night. The mill rate was on the agenda for the meeting and will now be moving to the General Assembly. The mill levy ordinance to the full assembly for adoption and the mill rate that we came up with is 10.16 and that leaves us in a structural de- deficit, um, our expenditures will now outdo our revenues um, by about a million dollars. Um, but we are we are keeping in mind that the hike assessments, and if we lower the mill rate, then there won't be so much change. But uh, I'm just fair warning everybody: if we're in a structural deficit, you'll see the mill rate raise back up next year. But um, We were trying to give everybody a little bit softer landing on that one. The capital improvement plan was also discussed after being delayed previously. Then we went into the capital improvement plan. This poor thing has been uh, kicked around a couple times uh, uh, because we just couldn't get to it, um, but we had to get to it to last night. So we heard from the public works um, and engineering director about the increase in construction costs and pretty much what we have... uh, heard for quite some time but it's always nice to get details on that but basically everything's more expensive and it's uh, harder to find people to uh, work on projects Um, so there probably will be some shuffling in our CIP over the next year or so. Flooding across Alaska has inundated scores of homes, with several of them knocked from their foundations by large ice chunks and shut one of the state's few east-west highways down to one lane. Ice jams on the Yukon and Kuskokwim rivers have caused most of the damage, while a quick melt of the snowpack caused Moose Creek to overflow near Glen Allen. That is causing delays for motorists on the Glen Highway, which connects Anchorage to points east, including Canada. Multiple homes and buildings have been flooded in Glen Allen, including a grocery store. Read more on KINYradio.com. Grant Smith is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service, Juno. He talked to News of the North about our recent sunny weather. On Wednesday, May 17th, Juno broke a new record. We hit 73 degrees for our high, and this breaks the old record of 72 set back in 2014. There's a chance we could see records broken today. Today, we were once again looking at reaching uh, the, you know, those lower 70s, low to mid 70s around the area, and our Our record for May 18th is a record high of 74 set back in 2018. So uh, we are we're forecasting at you know at least tying that record, Um, but you know we may end up getting a couple degrees warmer. I think we're in the low 60s here in the back of the valley, so still have a lot more time to warm up. Smith says that May is shaping up to be at near or above normal temperatures. Tomorrow, clouds and possible rain will be coming in, putting an end to our sunny day streak. Late tonight into tomorrow, there is a marine wind statement. What that is for is the front that's going to come in, bringing us the clouds and the rain, uh, and it's going to be bringing in some strong winds for the marine areas, the marine waters, pushing that 20 to 25 knot uh, wind speed. But we put out the statement because we're going to be going from these light winds to a south 20-25 in a very quick time frame when that front arrives wherever you are. The winds are going to swing to the south quickly and pick up speed and that's going to last 
in the Juneau area, you know, late tonight through just early tomorrow morning. <laughs> Once we get past about 10, uh, 10 a.m. to noon, we're going to go right back to lighter winds. Smith says late next week there could be another break in the rain. Governor Mike Dunleavy issued a proclamation for a 30-day special session to begin today at 10 a.m. The call for the special session is limited to the fiscal year 2024 budget. Coming up next on News of the North, Juneau Police Department joined Action Line yesterday. Capital City Fire and Rescue released two fire updates from this week, and the City and Borough of Juneau Assembly Public Works and Facilities Committee is holding a listening session tonight. Coming up next with Jordan Lewis. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. Lieutenant Jeremy Weskey from the JPD came on to Action Line to discuss what's going on with the police department. When talking about recruitment, Weskey talked a bit about his career. I've said this a few times, I, I, there are very few careers you can get into where you have the ability to do as much as a police officer does. From my own personal experience, I started as a patrol officer, I got to be an officer in charge, which is kind of like a mini sergeant, um, and then I was in the drug unit, I got to work uh, undercover, promoted to sergeant. Uh, now I'm a lieutenant, but I also was part of the accident reconstruction team. I was a um, explosive ordnance disposal technician, so I was part of the bomb squad. He also had a message for anyone interested in joining the force. For people who love uh, a little bit of variety every single day, this is a great job. For people who love problem solving, this is a great job. For people who have empathy and love communicating and connecting with people, this is a fantastic job. It doesn't you don't have to be one single type of person to be a police officer. There are police officers from, from all walks, all ages, and uh, they all do a great job. So if you ever, I just would encourage people to really explore the idea of becoming a police officer. It's a fantastic career. You can listen to the full program on our website, kinyradio.com. Capital City Fire and Rescue has provided updates on two separate fires. On Wednesday, May 17th, at approximately 11.18 a.m., CCFR responded to a report of a residential structure fire on Emily Way in the Mendenhall Valley. Upon arrival, fire personnel discovered a fire in the backyard of the residence. The fire was caused by an unauthorized open burn. The fire marshal investigation concluded that the occupant did not have a burn permit and that the fire exceeded the allowable size limitation and was in a poor location, which is how it spread so quickly. The area that burned was approximately 20 feet by 30 feet, and did not extend to any other structures. CCFR wants to remind residents to use extreme caution when conducting any open burning activity and to have a burn permit and follow all rules for the permit to avoid a fire problem and possible citations. Earlier today at approximately 5.15 a.m., CCFR responded to a residential structure fire on at the 9400 block of Glacier Highway in the Mendenhall Valley. Upon arrival, fire personnel found a two-story residence with smoke showing in the attic space. Personnel quickly extinguished the fire that was active in the attic space and confirmed it to the interior wall and attic spaces. The occupants safely evacuated the structure. No injuries were reported. The fire marshal investigation concluded that the fire originated on the exterior corner of the house and traveled vertically to the roof vent and burned the interior wall space and attic spaces. The actual cause is undetermined at this time and the damage is estimated at approximately $2,000. And as a reminder, the City and Borough of Juneau Assembly Public Works and Facilities Committee will be holding a listening session tonight at 5.30 p.m. to hear from the public about the Juneau-Douglas North Crossing route alternatives that have made it through Level 1 screening. The session will be held in person at the Assembly Chambers and remotely via Zoom. The proposed alternatives have been refined to the following list. The Mendenhall Peninsula, the West Sunny Point area, the Sunny Point area, 
Vanderbilt, Twin Lakes, and Salmon Creek. And the USDA says it's gotten more than 92,000 comments on a proposal to revise school nutrition standards. ABC's Daria Albringer has more. A proposal to cut added sugars in school breakfast and lunch programs is getting a lot of attention. The goal? To reduce children's risk of chronic disease. And that means chocolate and strawberry milk could be limited or banned altogether in schools. The USDA says comments came in from both sides of the diet debate. Last month, the International Dairy Foods Association committed to providing milk with less added sugar to public schools starting in the 2025 to 2026 school year. The USDA is expected to issue its final rule for the 2024-25 school year. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jordan Lewis for News of the North.